now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 547th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, my fantastic co-host. We've got the one and only Sublime. So sublime and not tired, despite it being an early Saturday morning for me. I know. I'm. I, you're like really perky today, and I'm here for it. I know. And I'm here for it. And we've also got uh, the Lord of the Land himself, Seth Vilo. It is I, and I actually am very tired, despite not being very early, but I did wake up like 30 minutes ago, so it's kind of on me. <laughs> we should have all gone to McDonald's together. I woke up like five minutes ago, so that don't add up. That's you know what true. Do, though. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it still adds up. It's all good. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I was also up till 2 a.m., so there's my problem. That part. Well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast, the show where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. We are also called the Pokemon Underground Champions League. I did it backwards today. Uh, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And we're here today to just talk more Pokemon at you. I have been doing a lot of Pokemon this week. I've been actually getting more into the physical TCG again, which is a mistake. <laughs> yes. For for several reasons, but... Mostly monetary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so part of it is that I've got so much bulk from when I was playing, like, yeah. very, very hard. It amazes me how much bulk I have, because, like, I have a bunch of XY to Sun Moon bulk. Very that. Oh, goodness. Those were my heydays as well. I have a ton because my wife really liked to collect the cards and I was just profiting from that. So I had enough cards yeah, to play with. Yeah. And so, I mean, we do have the binder with like most of the full sets from that time period. Wow. Yeah. We have a lot of full sets. And so, but I was going through the bulk because like how many, how many Charmanders from Steam Siege do you really need? Because the answer is definitely not 12. I think the answer is zero. <laughs> yeah. The answer is, it's not 12. I'll tell you that much. So I was going through that, and because like I'm trying to figure out the best way to ship it, I finally found like a good way to ship it and everything, and so I've been getting that all together. And then I was just like, I was putting it together, getting the price lists together, and I looked at it, and it was just like, oh, you could just trade in, you know, four thousand of these and get like a box of Astral Radiance. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh man, I shouldn't, but I kind of want to, because <laughs> I think I still profit off that. <laughs> I think I come out ahead. Maybe. It really depends on what you pull. I got yeah. two boxes the other day, and one of them was trash, and the other one was okay. Yeah, I so. believe this. I I believe it, but it's more that like my wife really likes opening the packs. She gets like that yep. dopamine rush, you know, mm-hmm. opening the packs. She cares nothing else about it. She just wants to open the packs, and so... Yeah, she's been at school, and so whenever she, like, has, like, a rough day, like, getting classwork done or something, like, I've been buying her, like, one pack just so she can, like, crack it <laughs> and, like, get that dopamine rush. That's cute. So she's doing a pack a day. No, not a pack, a pack a day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to just one pack a day. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, well, I could just buy a booster box and then I just have them in my house. Yeah. And don't Light tell box. her about it. Yeah, don't tell her about it. It's far more economical. <laughs> so I was thinking about doing that because, like, I've got, I have a rough count on it and it's something like just commons, uncommons. This is no reverse hollows, no rares, no rare hollows, any of that. 
I think it's like 13,000 cards. Yeah. Yeah, that lines up. Y'all hear about that ditto thing? That would be so upsetting to me. Yeah. The ditto? The sticker? The ditto the sticker, cards? Yeah, yeah, the sticker d- ditto cards, yeah. Fortunately, that's just going to be on, like, okay enough basics. It's not going to be like your Radiant Charizard peels away to be a ditto. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh. I would lose my mind. Could I you? would be like, yeah, oh, no, I just pulled this. Well, to be fair, that's probably worth more money. Unpeeled or peeled? Unpeeled. <laughs> unpeeled. Question. Unpeeled is probably yeah. worth more money. Like, you don't peel it. you Because re- you can know it's the ditto because it's got the little ditto icon on the bottom of the card. Uh-huh. And so you just don't peel it. That's fine. Uh, at the same time, though, I've also been playing Pokemon VGC. Oh my gosh. I, I'm get like, I'm like full on the Pokemon bandwagon. Choo choo. Okay. Last night I played theme decks with the gym leader set. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Get I into saw that. it. Yeah. It was the OGs, right? It was like the OG gym leader theme decks from like the, from like the very early Pokemon trading card game. Those decks were bad. Yeah. <laughs> Those decks were bad. It, it was it was a time. I think next time we're gonna we're gonna try to get together like more often for a TCG on tabletop simulator because uh, we've got some we've got some cubes and we want to do some cube drafts. So I want to. I think we've got like a Delta species cube we want to do soon. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Yeah. Spicy. So if you're into that and you got tabletop sim, let me know. We're we're gonna look into a time. Get into that fire type star me. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometime sometime in uh, uh, June we're gonna do that. I don't know when in June, but sometime in June. It's going to be a fun time. I'm very excited for that just because we, we've had that cube for a while and I've been kind of wanting to play it, but we want to make sure that if it happens, we've got like enough people that are dedicated to the cause <laughs> because like it is, it is like a three hour ordeal to do the whole draft and everything, mm-hmm. but it is fun. I love cube drafts. It's a, it's a real good time, man. Yeah. I've been like really on the Pokemon wagon this week. Like I'm very, ex- I, I'm very into it. Right now, I've been, yeah. I've been playing PTCGO, and I, I've been getting my bulk together. I've been figuring out. I mean, I do have like I have something like four hundred dollars in bulk. I I am gonna have to ship this all in. <laughs> Just so funny. <laughs> it, it's real bad. It, it's it's a problem. It takes up a lot of physical space too, which is annoying. I think right. what's worse is like going. I went through my closet to like get all that bulk out. And it, I think the part that annoyed me the most was just how many like ETB boxes I had. <laughs> like yeah. i think i think that's the worst part it's not even it's not even just like the physical cards it's just i have all these boxes and once i sell the cards i'm gonna have all these empty boxes so i i hope i can i can lose those at some point too <laughs> it's a it's a whole thing because it because you have to ship it and yeah it, it's it's a time but what about you guys what have you been up to so this isn't pokemon related but i want to show and tell okay. share and tell okay okay in all my years in education, uh, all of the kids I taught were, like, removed from their normal school, so they um didn't have electives like orchestra, so I'd never gotten to go to, like, a concert or something. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday I got to go to my kids' first orchestra concert ever, and I loved it. Oh, Even though it nice. was, you know, beginner orchestra music, but uh, <laughs> I was there to support, and I loved that. I'm for here me. for it. I'm here for it. Yes. That's, That's awesome. really good. What about you, Seth? Uh, for me, it's just mainly been finally getting my hands on, at least digitally, all the pieces for the deck I kind of intend to run at NAIC. Yeah. What you running? My intent is to do Palkia, because it's crazy, and the Great. flexibility yeah. I have is wild. Yeah. Um, I've got all of them on digital. I've been tinkering. Some of my ideas that I originally thought were the best idea under the sun might not be. Some of them feel brilliant. I don't know. I'm I'm tinkering with it now and practicing up because that's in just a couple of 
weeks. That's like it's like a month away. It's like four weeks. I think it's four weeks from now. Yeah, something like that. So that's uh, as I've said before, that winning first place at that event is my only shot at making it into worlds. <laughs> so first you know. place, yeah. I I, I looked at because uh, I was looking into other events that are going on. I didn't realize they still haven't technically reopened leagues. Yeah, no, they haven't. Yeah, but they've done this. It's, it's, I understand why, because they're trying to be very strict about the COVID policy. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, maybe I'll like look into a league and see if I can like hop into a league or something. That'd be cool. A lot of them still have events happening, but not official events. So it's not. Yeah, like they're not know, official events. It's just casual hangs to play cards. Yeah, I think it's okay for this scenario right now. But I think after this world's because... The problem is people have been gaining points for this world since, like, 2020, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe even late 2019. Yes, late 2019 when that season stopped. So we're we're going to have, like, way so... We're going to have so many people at this world that have been trying to get in for, like, two, three while years. While true, while true, I don't think it's actually going to be that much different than normal. No, no, that's why, that's why I think it's okay that they're limiting the opportunities to get championship points now. Yeah. Because the last season stopped March of 2020. Exactly. From 2019 to 2020. Exactly. This, this next opportunity for regionals and all that kind of stuff started March of 22. Yep. So in a sense, it's the same time frame. Yeah. The only thing is you don't have like the premiere events and, and exactly. the, the little things. Like you can't, you can't build up in your local scene. Yeah. I've got 25 points to my name right now, somehow. I don't know where on earth I got them. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. If there was a way to earn like 75 more, I could in theory come in, you know, second place at yeah. NAIC and get 400 points. Like I said, I think it's okay right now. I think it's just kind of yeah. not fun next year. Like after this Worlds, if they don't bring back premiere events, it's going to be so hard to go to Worlds uh -huh. again. Yeah. And especially if they keep regionals going. I don't know. I think it's a little unfair because it's more. Like the thing I like to I or I hate to say about competitive Pokemon is that it always ends up going back to like the college kids with money. Exactly. Yeah. It's all it's always been a who has the resources, yeah. Yeah, and well it was less so with premier challenges, I think. You could kind of you could kind of get points here and there. Sometimes seventy five, sometimes five. Yeah, you still have to like go to a regional at least once. But But at least you don't have to go to every one. Yes. That's exactly it, because like Seth said, he has to win an AC, right? Yeah, that's my only way. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of dumb, but I, I understand. Yeah, so I'm hoping the next season's better for you, Seth. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm having I, fun. I know you're trying. Well, I'm hoping you have a lot of success this season, just in case, well, and also next season, you know. I tell you what, though, with all the people who are like, they're all on watch for, like, hey, are you going to be gone that week of August? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be, it's funny. It's, I'm really excited for it. I mean, you have to win the whole thing. If that happens, though, that'll be exciting. It, right? What if I just got a sleeper agent come out of nowhere and win NAIC? That would be wild. To be fair, like, when, without competing ever, and I went to that one regional, I did really well, and they were all, like, I would have top cut if, like, eight more people would have played that day. I remember that. I tell you what, with my luck at regionals, I'm running into every electric type deck that ever yes. ever existed. You're going to play only Jolteons. God. You're going to play only Jolteons the entire time. People are starting to tech in in their Arceus lists. Yeah. Things like the Surfing Pikachu, which uses water yep. energy. 
or the yep. the flying Pikachu with only uses one electric energy, or even Zera Aura with a choice belt can t- knock out a baby Palkia. <laughs> the techs are going crazy. I believe this. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm curious to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how it goes because yeah, I hope you. I wish you well. Obviously, I wish you well. <gasps> I just we'll realized I don't have work on Monday. I can sign up for one of the big online tournaments and try things out there. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That sounds My fun. weekend just got more interesting. Uh, can I root for you there? Three-day weekend. Uh, all right. Well, this has been a long intro, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to catch up. we got to catch up. It's all good. That's true. And we're going to kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. And I think the biggest one and the most exciting is that Pockin is dead. Uh, I shouldn't have said exciting because that's probably mean. Uh, but it sounds bad. Yeah, it's a fun thing to do. And, you know, once in a year or something. Well, the problem was Pockin just stopped getting support. Like they dropped it on the switch and they're just like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, they found Unite was a hit, and they're like, we're good. Well, no, this, I, my, my personal theory is at the end of the 2020 season, they were just going to end Pockin, uh, but the 2020 season never ended. Yeah. Which is what we were just talking about in the intro, right? It's just that the, the 2020 season's essentially ending now. And so I assume they wanted to be like, one last worlds for Pockin, and that's what's going to happen. I mean, the events weren't very full. They, like, I, I probably could have, like, went to a Pockin event and got into, like, NAIC without any problems and probably have done okay. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Because uh, not a lot of people were playing it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people were playing. Uh, to be fair, I'd rather play the VGC or the TCG, though. Uh, I don't know in which order, because I honestly think the TCG people might be more friendly to talk to. <laughs> but Seth would have more of an opinion than I would. Uh, maybe. I'm typically stuck at the tables for TCG, so I don't... I don't yeah. mingle too much. Yeah. I just hate shuffling decks in person. <laughs> That's just you get ugh, good at it. laborious. Yeah, I can see that. I've got my muscle memory back. You get good at it. But yeah, Pockin's dead, which is kind of interesting. I, I assume they didn't sell that well either then. Yeah. I mean, when you stop doing anything on How it. many years has it been? Like, uh, I think they dropped it for the Switch in like 2017 or 2018, right? Pockin's yeah. been uh, out for a long time. It lived a decent enough life. Well, it's, And they it's, added like two fighters and then that's it. Yeah. Well, Pockin tournament showed up in... Uh, they added more than two over the years. I think they added like four, but you you are correct. Well, they had the like updated. Well, first of all, it came out on the Switch, not the, the one before the Switch, the Wii U, and that was its first problem, right? Yeah. So then they added more stuff on the Switch version, and then they added two more. Well, so what happened was like there's an arcade version, and the Wii U never got updated with the characters they were adding to the arcade because it was on the Wii U. Yeah, because there are physically more Switch consoles than Wii U games sold, though. Yeah, it was it's the whole thing. So when they came up for the Switch, they updated all of the characters that came out of the arcade onto the Switch version. On top of that, they also added Decidueye, and then they did the two DLC characters in Age of Slash and Blastoise. Yeah. Yes, uh, they did. And so, I mean, it's, it's okay, but the pro- I think the problem was it was just like the fighting game was trying to be everything. It was trying to be unique, but in the way it was trying to be unique, people didn't like it because it yeah, went from mm-hmm. a 2D to a 3D fighter. 
It's like, let's do two battle modes. I'm like, um... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people didn't care for that. I like the turn-based Pokemon because I can sit and think because I'm not very good at snap decisions. That's why I'm bad at fighting games. Yep, Uh, Unite's a much better way to go about it. I I think it's more fun. And I think that's what we're going to see take Pockin's place in, in 2022 or 2023. I hope so, because Unite is so much better. Exactly. It's going to take its place for sure. But yeah, world. Uh, Pockin's dead. Sorry to Yay. the five people that listened to the show that really liked it. <laughs> and I mean, you can still go play it on your Switch. Yeah, you can Live still go life. play it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, not at Worlds. That's all. Just, not, yeah, at just not, at, not at Worlds. It's not like anybody was playing it at Worlds anyway. I mean, you could even go to Worlds and play it by yourself, but yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do it for prizes. Also, uh, new Pokemon anime episodes have dropped on Netflix, the next uh, 13 episodes of Journeys. So go watch that, I guess. Oh, see, you said that, like, go watch that. Oh, uh, I see what I, you did. I did not do that uh, on purpose. I know. Nah. But yeah, you can go watch the next 13 episodes of Journeys on Netflix. Isn't that exciting? Woo. The Journeys anime is pretty good, so I, I do give it a hard suggest if you want to watch it. We also have... Uh, in Pokemon Unite, they've announced a new mode, Catch'em Battles. You can get yeah, this you get to weird. use NPC Pokemon you defeat to battle with. I have not heard anything about this. Is anybody else? Because I do not know what we're talking about. Oh, you can switch into the uh, the Pokemon you catch, and they have moves of their own. How funky! Wait, wait. So that tells me that they've just had these other Pokemon yeah. sitting around, ready to be fighters They're the ready. entire time. Oh my god! Might not be balanced, you know. That's oh exciting. God. You can take the that no. starts that starts May thirtieth and goes until June twenty seventh. Wow. Okay, that's that's exciting. I'm watching oh my the video gosh. now, and you can see people like switching and becoming Regigigas, and like lol. <laughs> That's so exciting. That's so I think someone oh became my gosh. a Tom. Like this is that's actually really neat. Pokemon Pokemon Unite. How are you just like so on the ball right? so, like this entire time? I I have not been once disappointed by Pokemon uh, me Unite either. It's so fun. Good for them, I guess. Good and for them. And this is why Pokemon is dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, Pocket never did anything this fun. I'm going to tell you. They can't do little gimmick innovations for a little tiny limited amount of time. That's why that's one Yeah, Pocket can do thing, it. One reason yeah. why games like this and League of Legends and things like that succeed so well is you can keep it interesting with stuff like that. Yes. Well, because it's it's making live updates all the time. That's and even why. gimmick modes. All right. So uh, for the TCG, just for all of you to get a little bit more rage-induced if you're waiting <laughs> for it, uh, TCG Live beta has been extended to Mexico. So that's cool. You can now be disappointed south of the border. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's just surrounding the U.S. Exactly. now. I just want card crafting. Like, if they just put that in PTCGO, I don't know that I care. Uh, I mean, I do want to play on mobile, too. In in theory... I would love in, to be able to in, play on mobile. If you really want to play on mobile, you can find the APK and download it and install it yourself. I, think, I do that, but whenever it updates, you have to redo it. But I've done that. I think I have to double check. Well, I'm thinking more for iPhone users oh, like myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, not by choice, but right. that's a different thing. Uh, but... I think you can somehow insert Pokemon TC- PTCGO into your Steam library huh. as a non-Steam game, and I think you can use Steam Link on your phone Ooh, to play. Okay. I think. I think. I'm going to look into this today. It's been on my list of things to try. <laughs> 
All right. So in Pokemon Go news, though, Go Fest is this coming weekend. Wait, what? I see June 4th and 5th. That's this weekend. This is the coming weekend. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so I guess is. I'm playing Pokemon right. Go next week. Cool, cool. Uh, Go Fest. But go for it. Now, Lego is going to make it Woo. to raids. It's going to be part of the day two raids. So that's exciting. Uh, other things in Pokemon Go news. Uh, it's going to be the season of Go. Whatever that means. <laughs> Always the season of Go. Um, okay. The, the June, the June breakthrough blocks is now Clink. And we've got a ton of raids for the next two weeks. It's going to be Kyogre, Groudon, and then Mewtwo again after that with Shadow Ball and Psystrike. Okay. Uh, Events Adventure Week, which will hopefully add the Gen 6 fossils, is going to be occurring soon. Um, And then I believe that's the 7th of June that's happening, so right after GoFest. And then the TCG crossover is going to happen from 16th to the end of June. Now for everybody's favorite part of the news segment where we don't talk about the news, but we instead tell people what we think the news will be. Uh, we have Puckle's Pokey Prediction Corner. I'm going to put the corner there because I want it to be triple like PC. Um, and will there be, will there ever be a Pokemon? Please, two? Arceus, no. Do we? In 20 years, I don't think there will be. it'll <laughs> seem so really? retro, people will be ready for it. Right? Maybe. You know what? You know what, Sublime? You're right. I, I don't think there's going to be a proper poke, Pokemon 2. I don't no, think No, no, no. See, Generation is 11 is going to introduce the fighting style out in the wild that is Pokemon 2 on the main game. Ta-da! You're welcome. Well, so there's like a lot of things that they should have done that I think they misstepped on with Pokken anyway. Like the fact that Urshifu never made it in is kind of amazing to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think what it'll be is they'll want to break into the fighting genre again uh, and just like retool. Just make a yeah. new game. Yeah. I I definitely agree. I think they'll make it. I think they'll just do a different game. Like, it won't be Pokemon popular. is practically a lifestyle at this point. It's like Apple, you know? Yeah. Well, so yeah, they try to make these risks, and they've been taking more and more of them because they know they have a solid foundation that won't be shook too Shooketh. badly. And so they try to come out with new games. Shooketh? Shooketh too badly? Uh, they just want to try to make sure that they don't have too many... Uh, uh, they, well, they try to take these risks like they did with Pokemon yeah. Unite. Like, that's and a risk. They're, try, they're trying to reach out to other types of exactly. video game players yeah. in general. And they're doing a good yeah, job of it, though. So we might revisit the fighting genre, but yeah. it'll be different if they yes. do, I think. I, I think they I think that's true. But I think right now Pockin's in a good place wh- where it is. And I mean, they just did Legends Arceus, which is a different style. Yeah. I'd well, rather their efforts yeah. go towards stuff like Legends Arceus than towards Pockin. But <laughs> that's just they got me. enough people that they can do both. You know, a that's lot of the true. times I mean, they like, like, you know, game put it Freak. out. It's right? not like Game exactly, Freak developed it. Right. Yeah. Like, Pokemon, a uh, new Pokemon Snap was done by a different company. Exactly, you know, they'll have someone do it. Oh, the other thing, this is part of the news that I didn't want to forget. This is for Patreon. Uh, for if you would like a physical Green Tauros badge, we we have them. There's like a bunch of them sitting on my desk now. Uh, the way to get them, and this is the only way to get them, uh, while supplies last, is to go to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PucklePodcast. Uh, if you join, if you're in the domestic U.S. and you join at the $10 tier, which I believe is called the Ultra Ball tier, people will tell me what <laughs> tier they are in Patreon by the names that we gave them, and I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we have the Ultra Ball tier, which is $10 if you're in the domestic U.S. If you sign up for that, if you are a $10 patron in the month of June, you will get that shipped out to you. I'm going to literally start shipping these out like as soon as June 1st hits and I see whose credit cards get charged. Like It's just going to start happening. If you are not in the U.S., but you would still like one, because shipping is absolutely insane, like the price like jumps like crazy when you go to international shipping. 
um, you we will have a a new tier, a twenty dollar tier, because that's about it jumps about ten dollars, like the shipping costs, which is insane to me. Um, I think we're just gonna call it like the love ball tier or something like that, or the strange ball tier, strange. one of the two. Well, I like it. And you can you yeah you can jump into that, and you can you can go get a uh, green Taurus pin that that way. We're going to probably try to do more of these in the future, depending on how things go with some of our other projects. So definitely keep an eye out for that. But yeah, if you want this pin, that's the way to do it. That's our promotion this month for Patreon. So you get you guys in. You also get all the free giveaways and stuff like that. Or not free, but you get all the Patreon giveaways. So definitely jump on in if you want a Green Taurus badge next month. On that note, though, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to our trivia. Thank you for that uh, that wonderful intro. We're going to go ahead and get right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Gus. I apologize in advance. Oh, no. In Pokemon Go, generally unevolved nope. Pokemon will you... <laughs> Generally, unevolved Pokemon will yield 100 Stardust when caught in the wild. However, a few Pokemon have a higher yield. What is the highest oh. Stardust-yielding Pokemon in Pokemon Go? Oh. I'm just going to guess it's Staryu, because it's like, you know, Star. <laughs> it's crushed up pieces of its body. Uh, yeah. I, I'll say that this is a Pokemon that's known for experience grinding, because you could say Stardust are kind of like experience in Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, they also, kind of are. Also, Chansey. Chansey, Audino. Audino's those a are good the one. Ones that come to mind. Um, Lissy, you know, those things. Yeah. Are there other experience grinders? Those are the big three. Yeah, those are the big three. Is it just one Pokemon? Or it's just, just one. one it's just one this? Pokemon in particular. Oh, great. I would say Audino because it's single stage. Yeah, it's iconically but for that. Yeah. It feels late. We love but, farming Audino. Yeah, you know, whatever. They really pushed Audino as the experience thing because of gen 5 and the shaking bushes so mm-hmm. i would go with that one yeah let's go audino i like that audino is correct look uh, at us it not yields, knowing things and getting it right it yields 2100 stardust what Dang. yeah instead of 100 it yields 2100 probably really rare too i guess yeah no, they're I not I, I don't remember the last things. time i've seen an audino in pokemon go so you guys are one for one there all right our next question is going to come from Wyatt White. Oh, no, that's a Pokemon Go question. That's not fair. Never mind. This one's going to come from Trev. <laughs> Slowpoke's tail se- secretes a sweet flavor from its tip and is often seen as a delicacy. However, its, right. Galarian, yeah, it however, it's Galarian form has a different flavor. What flavor is Galarian Slowpoke's tail? Oh, no. Um, It's not sweet. There's only five flavors. 
I would have thought they stopped cutting off slowpoke tails by then. No. No, they grow How back. They made them know? so they grow back. Did they really make that them so they make grow it back? Okay. Yeah. I'm looking so at that. people was feel okay less bad. Along? I don't think so. No. 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 I think one of the deck entries say they grow back, but yeah. Um Thatch said it's one of the five flavors and it's a poison type, so part of me wants to just go with bitter. That feels like a good safe option. Um I feel like it might be sour gonna... though. Yeah. Is sour one of yeah. the five? I think it is, right? Yeah, it is one of the five that are typically there. But it also rules out the, my first thought, which was spicy, because it's not one of the five. I don't think it's spicy. Wait, spicy? What did you say regular slowpoke was? I meant, I meant flavors Sweet. in, like, like real people's flavors. <clears throat> uh, like oh, the I thought you were talking about the five, like, your Pokemon tongue that, flavor Wait, profiles, are there five po- what are the five Pokemon flavors? Uh, Pokemon flavors? No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. What are the Pokemon those. flavors? Yeah, it's one of those. They are salty, they are one of those. Sour, salty, uh, spicy is one. Spicy and sweet. Is it a spicy tail? I would is think it's either sour with the or poison? bitter. Capsaicin is a poison. That's what. That's why your body reacts to it the way it does. Is because your oh, body thinks you're being poisoned. That's why it gets those endorphins. Yes. Mm, love me something spicy. You know what? Maybe it is spicy. That's I feel like it could be. That would make. That's that would clever. make very that thematic makes sense. sense scientifically, and I yeah. like that. So if we're wrong, we're, we shouldn't be, and we can. We're going to be indignant. on the shoulders of science and go with spicy. <laughs> the answer the, is now, thanks to science. <laughs> the answer is spicy. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh. Good job, Seth. That was clever. And Shield Dex Entry actually reads, Because Galarian Slowpoke eat the seeds of, of a plant that grows only in Galar, their tails have developed a spicy flavor. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys are two for two. Our next question is your Pokedex Entry question. And we're going to get this one from Batista. It's Pokemon Crystal Entry reads, to Uh-oh. escape from an attacker, it may shoot water out of its mouth, then use that force to swim backwards. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, Crystal. Something that can swim backwards. That's a water type. Okay. Um, that seems very uh, octopus-like. Hmm. You think it's Remoraid? It could be Remoraid. I don't feel like that would be a backwards swimmer. I feel like... Right. Hmm. Biologically, I'm thinking squid, no. octopus. So like tent- tentacle line and Shoots octillery water itself. To swim backwards. Uh... I feel like octillery mentions more ink, though. But this might be, you know, one of them. Um, this name, this deck entry, feels familiar. I don't think it's tentacruel because it doesn't really have a mouth per se. I don't think it's tentacool for the same reason. No, it's not. Ten- mm, I don't think that's it either. What about Shelter? That's something that's like kind of cowardly. Yeah, yeah. Clams swim, quote unquote, backwards. Um, I think we're between Shelter and Octillery. I don't think it's Octillery. It would be Remoraid for Octillery. Yeah. If it were Octillery, I feel like it would be Inky, you know? Yeah. It, it, and also, yeah. I don't think Octillery is running away. I think Octillery, you know, is getting what it wants. Because Santa would shoot you. Yeah. Um, with a ink blast or a hydro pump or one of the other billion types of moves that it gets um i'm okay with shelter i think yeah i feel okay with shelter Shelter is unfortunately incorrect i'm gonna give you a second entry here this is actually from pokemon legends arceus 
Oh. Um, okay. okay. It spits water from its mouth with incredible accuracy. It captures Burmy by shooting them down off the branches from which they dangle. Oh, no. Is it Remoraid? Uh... What is Remoraid doing attacking Burmy, though? That don't make no kind it of sense. It references uh, pistol, not pistol, trigger fish. Trigger fish. Wait, is Remoraid they... even in Arceus? Well, Octillery is, so by extension, yes. Okay. Maybe it that. really is Remoraid. Because that's, that's the thing that I can't remember the fish species, but it does. Why it. would they it be chasing Burmy, though? That don't to make eat no them. sense yeah, to me. They shoot oh, them out okay. of the tree branch to fall in the water, and then they eat them. Real fish do that. Oh. And I think okay. it, I think I think it's referencing that, and I think it's Remoraid. Well, let's try that. Remoraid is correct. You guys oh, I are at that point. My bad. Three My for bad. three there. Nah, it was hard to picture a Remoraid swimming backwards on the first. I entry, could not so. see that for it. Yeah. Well, it turns into an octopus, so I guess that's it. Turns. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, all right. What is biology? You know. Look your at next... this science helping us with two questions. Go us. All right, your next question is your bonus point, or not your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. There are five answers, so you'll get a point for the first two, another point for the next two, and then if you get all five... And then a third for the last. Then you get the third. Yep. Uh, This is from Gray the Gray, spelled Gray, G-R-A-Y, the Gray, G-R-E-Y. Nice. Uh, See, I'd be Gray the Gay. Who are the five fully evolved slash single-stage Pokemon... That get the ability anger point. Oh, Taurus. no. Tauros and Primeape. Uh, Those are both oh, correct. That's um, a point. The... Crocodile. Tauros and Primeape. Crocodile. That's the one I was thinking. That's three. There's two more. And now we're stumped. Um, <laughs> I don't think the other two are very obvious. I, and I apologize. You do have the hint. Yeah, and we can use it because we got one quote unquote wrong, right? Uh, no, you haven't gotten anything wrong yet, no. Oh, okay, I didn't know if going to the second entry on. No, decks, that doesn't count. That. I don't count okay. that. Um, well, we got the three icons. I would say. Yeah, the three uh, big ones. Maybe we should just cast our hit. <laughs> I'm good with it. Why know. not? Uh, one of these is a Gen three dual type Pokemon, and the other one's a Gen seven dual type Pokemon. Gen three um, dual, Gen seven dual. One of the the Gen um, three one is super effective. Has a super effective typing against the one from Gen seven. Um, ne- uh, neither of these are fighting. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I lied. One of them is fighting. Um, that rules out. Okay, Zanus. so there's a fighting type involved. Uh, and one of them, one of them might be a fire type. Might be a fire it type. It is a fire might type. Be. It it's might a fire. be. <laughs> it is, one of them <laughs> might one of the, They're both dual types. One's a fire type, one's a fighting type. One's super effective against the other. You figure out the rest. Okay. Okay. Um, Gen 3 and so Gen 7. fighting types... This feels in like those Gen grid puzzles you'd get in elementary school. Yeah, that's yes, exactly what this is. Yes, this is like this doing is. a Sudoku. <laughs> Type chart Sudoku, you know? Um, uh, shoot. One of them. Okay, the, so fire types in Gen 7. Um, Marowak. fighting types. I didn't say the Gen 7 was the fire type, by the way. I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, he just said just one was clear. one no. and one was the other. Yes, but I'm just yes. going to try and list what I can of each type of both Gens. Uh, uh, Marowak, I wouldn't count as a Gen 7. Okay, good to oh, know. Okay, cool. So not a variant. Um, yeah. That helps. That Incineroar does, help. does not, but it would have suited it, you know? Yeah, better than Intimidate. Maybe it wouldn't see VGC as often. Hey, hey don't um, be hating. Don't be hating. Um, that would have been nice. So it could be Fire, it could be Fighting, Gen 7. It's not Salazzle. No. Or the Gen 3 Fire types. Uh, obviously not Blaziken. Um, yeah. Camerupt? Maybe. 
It's erupting, you know? Yeah, what are fire types? And he always got that dour face on it. You never see Camera yeah. looking happy. It's Mega got sheer force, but I don't remember what its base form has other than Oblivious. Maybe that's... Okay, let's put that as a maybe. Yeah. Um, that fighting feels types. Right, fighting types. In Gen 3. <sighs> not Breloom, Makuhita. They don't got that. Breloom, nope. no. Um, uh, what are the Gen 7 fighting types? Not the Ultra Beasts, because they got their own thing going on. Yeah, they got that, that weird thing. Um, they got the Beast Boost. I don't remember Gen 7 fighters very well. Oh! I feel like it is Kim. Oh, oh, oh. Crab, Bomba, Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. Ooh, that might be good. That's a fighting type. Yeah. And you know what? It just occurred to me that when you're knocking it out of its, like, trees or whatever, that would make me upset. Yeah, and Camerupt, if it is Camerupt, has that fire, which me. is super effective against Crabominable. And they said they were fully evolved, right? Or yeah. standalone. Or standalone. So, yep. Yeah. So it's not going to be the pre... Yeah. So I think those would be... Is that what we want to go with? I mean... I think we've so. Gotten, we've gotten three um, of them. Yeah, that's true. Camera but we need at least one more for another point, so... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camera up and okay. Crabominable are correct. Uh. Yes! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Don't be knocking things out of trees. That's rude. I get it. Don't be uh, be in a volcano. That's rude. That was the easier multiple choice question, or multiple answer question, by the way. Oh my uh, gosh, what was the other one? I'll tell you later. <laughs> well, you guys are, uh, you guys are, that was three plus three. You are six for four. You can get seven here. This question is going to come to you from the, uh, from the Purple Knight. What Pokemon with the Levitate ability has the highest base speed stat? That's just rude. Huh. They're getting Latios creative with them now. They're mind. getting creative and I like it. That's just arbitrary yeah. at a certain point. <laughs> it's creative. I like it as creative. It's not Giratina okay, origin form. Um, Latios and Latios come to mind at 110 each. Rotom? OG Rotom? No. No. no? That's 91. Okay, uh, right. I thought OG Rotom was faster, though. It's like 91, 92. No. The base, I thought it was the, like 107 the or forms okay, are 85-ish. No. Okay, that's... Okay, I thought it was faster than that. Um, Anything that, that outspeeds the Lat-Eyes. Flygon doesn't. Lattes it's at 110. Is there a weird legend we're forgetting that floats? It might not be a legend. It might just be something fast that levitates. Yeah. Not wheezing. Bronze oh, on you know what they rim. did us dirty? You know what they did us dirty with? It could have been Gengar, but then they changed it up. <laughs> but that would tie with the Lat Eyes. Any- oh, yeah, Mega. But that would change oh, us again. Oh, 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 Megas. What about the Pixies? Those little ugly Pixies. You know, the Psychics. Don't they all have You're- levitate? You're gonna Oh yeah, Azelf. Azelf's got one fifteen. Azelf's one twenty five or one fifteen, right, right, right. One fifteen for speed, one twenty five for attacking stats. That's what it is. Uh, so that's so at least Azelf. five more points. Um That was close. Miss Mag- <laughs> That's really close. Yeah, no. Miss Mag's one ten, so no. Um I'm gonna need an answer here, guys. Well I think the I fastest think we've come up higher. with so far is Azelf. I don't feel I'm so bad if it. there's something with one twenty. Right. I would be so upset. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good with Azelf. I don't, I don't, okay. Azelf, yeah, else. Azelf yeah. is correct. Uh, okay. With 115. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, the next one is uh, both Mega and Normal Laddies at 110. The, and then Miss Magis and Cryag. Wait, did you just put Cryagonal? Yeah, Cryagonal at 105. Yeah, 105. So there you guys go. You guys got seven points or today, Miss though. Yam. 
Which what? is okay. We comment for you. Uh, our Sigma was it Sigma at eight? Yeah, Sigma's at eight. Uh, that's he's in first place, and then you guys are tied for second. So that's yeah. where, silver looks better than gold anyway. It's fine. Yeah, so that's where we are right now. So, All right. Yep. All right. If you want more Puckles Pokey Quiz, turn it in. Tune in next week for more Puckles Pokey Quiz. It'll be a good time. Until then, where we are other g- co-hosts will try to use science. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it worked. Today. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be legendary Pokemon and how we want them treated in a remake. Because for those of you who haven't been paying attention, when a legendary Pokemon comes back, apparently they get a new form. Yeah, either it's a legendary <laughs> or a primal or, yeah. uh, you know, origin forms. You brought it up very concisely, Sublime, in that like Mewtwo's gotten two Megas. We've gotten the Gen 3 primals, and now we have the origin forms for our Dialga and Palkia. And even Rayquaza got it in the action. Yeah, and Rayquaza got a Mega, got a mega yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, the primals are kind of Megas, but yeah, it's dumb, though. I mean, they're kind of, but like, they didn't get any more stats, like... They got the Giratina treatment, which makes sense because they're part of the same, you know. Well, I think it's also, aren't their base stats, aren't they, ba- aren't they already base 680s? They yes. are. So they stayed 680. Because I'm pretty sure they're all 680. But they made them better. They took, yeah, all like, three of them. Yeah, they cut the fat and put it somewhere better. Actually, Groudon 670. Uh, so did they Oh, give 670 them- for Kyogre and Groudon because of their weather effects. Oh, and then they got boosted to 770 when they were primals. What are you talking about? Yeah, because they were Megas, essentially, right? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. Okay, we're talking the origin forms. My bad. Right. Yeah, Yeah, origin forms didn't get a boost. No, which is okay. I'm okay with that. It was fine, yeah. Yeah, it's just the origin form reshuffle. The origin form shuffle, a new dance. So actually, speaking of, like, if you follow the uh, mechanic of, like, that generation, it just occurred to me, maybe for Gen 5, they could do a different combination of, like, you have Curum Black and Curum White, maybe you can have... Zekrom white or Curum black. Yeah. Or like Curum goes into them somehow. They overpower Curum in the fusion. Flip the script. Yeah. So like we have it kind of like you were saying with Curum white and Curum black and Sogaleo and Linala with the way they form with the third. But yeah. I think I, I still think they deserve their own thing and not just to be fused. What I think would be cool, and I was kind of pondering this in between a couple of segments, is you know yeah. how the or we're going to say original dragon and it's split because the two brothers storyline yes. wise didn't agree on things. Yes. I want to Maybe see they come to an agreement. No, not come to an agreement. I want to see it worse. I want to see like truth Reshiram and ideal Zekrom where they're even like more to the extreme. More. Oh. Oh, OK. That could be like they're kind of like upgraded version. I could see that. I think that would be an interesting thing to do because like uh, my honest answer is I don't think we're going to get we're going to get both Zekrom and Reshiram in that way. If something happens for Gen 5, which it probably will, given the success of which they Legends will. Arceus, yeah, they're going to have to. I think they will probably give us a story that is the original dragon. Like, I think that's just like the cheap out, the, the cop out. Like, that's so easy. It's low hanging fruit. While true, 
that also means they have to make an explanation for QRIM, in which they have... Oh, it's super easy. ...an original dragon corpse, which I don't think they've ever really done in a game. I think it's very easy, because the QRIM is literally just the husk, right? That's the idea, is that QRIM's the husk of the original dragon. Yeah. Uh, that's why you can infuse it with Reshiram and Zekrom separately. You're still not making the complete original dragon, right? What if you made, like, a yeah, combine all three? Yeah. Somehow it's accidentally triple typed. You could do that. Even then, you could even just, like, pull off, like, a Haluchin nonsense with the flying press and, like, mm-hmm. have a move that's multiple types. Oh, I like that. That would make sense. An electric fire type move? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I wish, uh, like, with with the Kyurem Black and Kyurem White, it acquires the Terravolt and uh, Turbo Blaze ability. Mm-hmm. I wish those changed to, to operate like Steelworker, where it gains stab yes. on those moves. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you could do that very easily. Is there's, maybe not? There's not a move. I thought there was a move that does this. That's not Steelworker, but or maybe I'm thinking of Steelworker. Adaptability? No. Yeah, Steelworker's the ability. Yeah, Steelworker's the ability gives Delmai stab. Yeah, you could just give it stab on those types, which I think is completely reasonable. Yeah, upgrade them somehow more. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we just get to experience that story, though. Like, if they do something similar to Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I think they will, mm-hmm. I, I think they'll do something like Pokemon Legends, like Original Dragon, insert Original Dragon's name here, because that that's quote-unquote different enough for them. Or maybe maybe mm-hmm. Kirim was the name of the Original Dragon, and then this is like true Kirim or whatever. Yeah, Origin Kirim. Oh, yeah, Origin Insert moniker to make it sound more intense here. And its ability is hypergeneration, and that's why it's a power plant, and it uses electric and fire, which I, are, you know, the power-generating elements. Yeah. I just really see it being, I don't know, I like, I just really see it being that simple, though. Yeah, for 5, yeah. Yeah, I think for those, it's it, for Gen 5, it's that simple. I think I would really love to see, we, we talked about it a little bit before the show, but I think ho and Lugia need love. I completely agree. Only because, one... I love watching them in legendary formats, like in VGC formats, like the uh, the GS cups that we have now, because like one of them always performs well in like a countermeasure way. And right now that be that's ho I feel like Ho at least has the benefit of weather because um, it's a fire type, right? Clips one of its weaknesses and gives it like boosted damage. I, I think the problem right now is that the popular core is Zosh and Kyogre. So if you play got Groudon, it's like a counter team, you know. Exactly. You have to run Groudon Ho-Oh for it to work, which is definitely doable. Exactly. It's like the counter meta sort of thing. Yeah, you know? it's like very counter meta. Yeah, I don't know how consistent it is. It's uh, definitely a way you can go. Right. And I mean, Lugia has performed well historically as well. Multiscale is bananas. Multiscale is just good. They have nuts bonkers defensive stats. I, I just know that it would be really cool if they would have gotten something like the primal treatment. I think people would go nuts for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To see, like, the primal treatment on Lugia and Ho-Oh. Call it Resplendent. I want Resplendent. Resplendent's Ho-Oh. good. Can we get ho Can we get a ho that's actually a rainbow? Resplendent, Ho-Oh, and Shadow Lugia. Yes, that's what it'll be. It'll have all the colors. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You just solved it. Shadow Lugia. People would love that Shadow Lugia to come back, man. Right. They would love the proper Shadow Lugia to come back. I think you just, yeah, we cracked the code. Give us Shadow Lugia and Resplendent Hall. Imagine that in a real game. I don't know if TPCI, like, I, there's there has to be something weird with the rights for Shadow Lugia. There, there just has to be. Because, like, even in Pokemon Go, when they did Shadow Lugia, they didn't bring back that Shadow Lugia. 
Really? Oh. Yeah. They just brought, you know, they just gave it like the aura, like everything else, because the shadow Pokemon is such a good idea. And the it's been it's been, quote unquote, revived in Pokemon Go. Not to the yeah. same extent. It's such an interesting idea. And I just feel like Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness are just these forgotten games. Yeah. Beloved, but forgotten. So Tamashi Hiroka, I follow her on Twitter because she's she's a crotchety old man like I am. <laughs> Well, she has, like, opinions, and she does crazy stuff like I like to do. And so she's doing the thing like I'm doing where she's playing through each generation trying to create a living dex in those generations. Mm. And so she was recently doing Gen 3, and she was losing her mind. Because she was just like, this is the most anti-consumer thing that you could have ever done. Which is absolutely true, by the way. The kind of soft reset with hardware? When they got rid of everything from the previous two? Well, they got everything together, and so they came up with solutions. So you can create a living dex in Ruby and Sapphire, right? You could do three, all 386 in Ruby and Sapphire. I thought you needed a Fire Red Leaf Green. With help of Fire Red Leaf. You do. You need the help of Fire Red Leaf Green. If you want to actually get Lugia and Holo, you technically need in the U.S. Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness. Yeah. Because Holo and Lugia were locked to, like, one of the Sevi Island events. Mm-hmm. In that way, but you can get Lugia and XD Gale of Darkness and you can get Ho-Oh out of Coliseum. Though the way to get Ho-Oh is not so as bananas long. Because to get Ho-Oh, you have to like beat Coliseum and then you have to do Battle Tower, but not the Battle Tower in the story mode, but the Battle Tower outside of the story mode mm. with with your in-game team with well, or with a game with a team fr- that's in Coliseum. You beat the Battle Tower that way, which is probably a couple hours of commitment minimum. Just Goodness to do that. Gracious. And then you get ho in the box. But even then, you can't trade from Coliseum until you purify. I think you have to beat the game and purify everything to be able to trade it out, which is super long. So you couldn't realistically, like if you were a kid, let's say you couldn't like rent Pokemon Coliseum for a week from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or wherever you were renting your video games from and get to a point where you could get the Pokemon you were missing. You, you would have to definitely buy the game because there's just no way that you beat Pokemon Coliseum in like under 100 hours. <laughs> And, and that's something that's like, I don't know, it's nuts to think about, like, how anti-consumer it was. Yeah. Because they're just like, you have to buy well, it's these. it's easier now. Uh, it's it's definitely, yes, it's better now yeah. in that way. Yeah. I, I will say it's better in modern day Pokemon. Uh, than it, Gen 3 is like a special evil, though. Like, because you look at, if you look at Gen 4 games, like, as much as we, like, people were just like, BDSP is boring. You can, in fact, get all 493 or 480, whatever, of the of the 493, like, in BDSP. Yeah. And that was true for original Diamond and Pearl as well. I think you could collect pretty much everything, but, and this is weird, Tropius and, like, Tangela. Yeah. And, and like, the Mythicals and the Old Starters. Like, those were the only things missing. Well, there you go. Those were the only things missing from Diamond and Pearl. Okay, so if we move on to Gen 6, which is obviously going to be far off, um, here's a question. Would you rather uh, Xerneas and Eveltal get Megas, because Gen 6 did not get any Megas, as we know, or get a Zygarde-like treatment? Probably something in between. I, I don't know, because it, it, I know it sounds boring, but even just doing like... I don't know, like, it would be really cool for them to get... You know how they have those forms in the game? I was going to say that, uh, yeah. Like the tree? Ugh, the cocoon like and the that. tree. Like, as boring as that sounds, I think that's the proper way to go about it and give yeah. the cocoon and the tree, like, different property. I don't know. You want to... Because, like, if we keep doing this, we're just going to be like, can we make it more powerful and give it an extra 100 base stat total? It, it's not going to be as exciting. 
at a third of their HP, they get insane defenses. Well, that's why I quite, quite kind of like the Zygarde idea. It's like, give it weaker forms that you could use, you know? Like, I really think remakes shouldn't exist anymore. Like, after BDSP, I just don't think remakes. Proper remakes just should I not exist. I did buy BDSP, and I'm very proud of myself. I just don't think they should exist anymore after BDSP. Okay, well, one, you know, one misfire doesn't mean they're going to stop making. Because I feel like Oros was amazing, you know? So, like... I just think the trajectory for remakes so far has been not going up, but rather going down. Well, one instance, right? Because... Like, Heart Gold Soul Silver was, like, amazing. I still think Heart Gold Soul Silver is better than Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, okay. Point being, both of those remakes are, like, incredibly beloved and well-regarded. I think they're both good. I think Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is worse. BDSP is clearly a misstep. Clearly okay. a misstep, but, like... Yes. I don't think Aura... Okay. I still think Oras is well-regarded, though. Like, mm. overall. Very. No, no, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Yeah. I do agree with that. I mean, the trajectory is not a straight line. Exactly. Especially with Pokemon. So, like, remakes gonna happen. Ver- exactly. versus, yeah, versus time axis isn't, is it's not linear. It's definitely like a hard drop off from Oraz to BDSP. Right. So they're gonna be like, okay, we need to keep this in house, clearly. Uh, I don't know if it's really an in house issue. I think it was a timing issue based on a lot of the things that I've been reading on it. And I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but like, there's things that show that it looks like they didn't start working on BDSP until a year and a half prior to release. Nice. Which is shorter than a typical Pokemon game cycle, even a remake. Like, the remakes usually get a three-year development cycle, just like the uh, main series games, and they usually give it to, like, a more a more junior member of the staff to see what they can do uh, as director. And so I think that mm-hmm. could have worked with Ilka as well if they would have had three years, but I think with a year and a half, they could only do so much. They kind of had to just copy-paste Here's here's Diamond Platinum. They literally did, though. They literally did copy-paste. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the game code, they actually did just copy and paste Diamond and Pearl code. Oh, yeah. I chose my words carefully. Yeah, and they slapped they slapped a coat of paint on top. Yeah. Chibi coat. Which is fine. I'm, I'm not, I was not nearly as offended about the chibi as everybody else was, by the way. Neither was I. It's a yeah. choice. It fit the original style. So if you're going to copy-paste, you have to do that. I think grid-based Pokemon's fine. I like grid-based Pokemon. Yeah. I want to throw one thing out to you. Like, yeah. in, in this, we're talking about, like, legends and forms and things like that. What would you guys think of adding regional forms to more legends? Like, we got the Galarian birds. I'm into that, though. I'm, in, I'm into that, though. I like that for smaller legendaries, but not for, like, Not box the main art. ones. Not the box exactly. legends. Yeah. I would be okay, because, like, they're... Okay, so, like, the legendary birds, I think, are very easy for them to do. They could easily do the dogs next, too, so... I think they did a very good job with the Galarian birds. I think they did a fantastic mm-hmm. job with that. And I think they'll do a great job with whatever they probably do with the beasts from Gen 2. A regional beast would be fun. I, I'm very disappointed to see that like the Pixies from Gen 4 didn't get that treatment yet. Because I think they're all very boring. Mono Psychic is so boring. I think they're all very boring. For all three of them. Oh, I know. I think it's just very boring. I know. Yeah. It made sense they wouldn't have done it in Legends Arceus, though. Give them something before the dogs. At least the the beasts have different types. Well, in Legends Arceus, they didn't really give any uh, they didn't give any regionals to anything that was in the Diamond Pearl decks, with the exception of Sneasel. Yeah, which is uh, I think very cute and funny because that just means that like somebody probably brought in like a Sneasel from Johto at some point, 
and just like yeah. destroyed the population of native Sneasel. <laughs> and now they're Weavile. Yay. They hunt in packs, which is better than the Sneasler, which hunt alone. This is to tell you friendship works when you're being violent and hunting for other animals. Yay. I guess. Sure. I would love for some of them to get a treatment, though. A treatment. I think the beasts are very low hanging fruit for that. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the Reggies even are low hanging fruit for that. Well, I mean, they kind of did the Reggies. I don't think the Reggies are. I think they'll make new Reggies, right? Because they gave us Reggie Drago and Reggie Lecky. I think they just keep doing that. I think Reggie Drago and Reggie Lecky are the greatest thing ever. I think that's a better way to do some of the trios, too. Exactly. I think they'll just give more Reggies. When the time inevitably comes and we're all like, in, we're all 50. And the time inevitably comes that we're like talking about Alola remakes and stuff like that. I think it'd be cool to add Tapus. Huh. Hmm. That was something I wanted during Gen 7. Like I was hoping when, like before we got disappointed. Okay. So there was a Tapu per island. Would they add another island? More islands in the chain. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii's got like seven or eight islands, technically more, but like. Yeah, it's more than four, right? It's like seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hundreds, but it's like eight that people actually live on exactly yeah. right so i guess they could add a few more and even then it's more like seven because like i think one of them has like a hundred or some people on it it's gonna be 2050 and we still won't have received a fairy fire type and then we're gonna yes. get like a volcano top <laughs> uh don't even we're gonna get a fire fairy type but it's gonna be like the most disappointing pokemon ever no like it's gonna be really bad fire fairy's so cool no i know they're gonna ruin it for us it's fine seth they could just add an island or two. Theoretically, like, four would be cool. Even just two would be exciting, because, like, Reggie Lecky and Reggie Drago were the two. So I think you know. it would be really cool to to just add a couple more, though, to that to that group. And I think that's something that should tech, should be looked into. Like, just to add, like, an ice type and a fire type would Agreed. be interesting. Or something, but yeah. And you make new terrains for it, too. You make, like, stupid terrains for it. Fire terrain. Fire terrain. Ice terrain. We don't need fire terrain. They already have a weather, damn it. Ice terrain. Sunny and fiery yeah. at the same time. Your fire moves get a plus three boost. 2.25 boost? No. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. They're super effective on everything. They'll make it non-damage related. It'll do something besides damage. Yeah, like Misty Kind of like how, exactly. Maybe it'll weaken water or something. You could even just be like something stupid and like just give them... Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe that's the better way, just to make it weaken something else instead of boost. Yeah, exactly. That's what they did with Misty Terrain, which is absolutely the right call. Admittedly, you could afford to boost ice, I think, because hail doesn't boost ice damage, so. Yeah. Hail's also terrible. But fire does not need any damage buffs, (laughs) okay? I think that would be really cool, though. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. That's a good idea. Like, that's one of my number one things. Like, I wanted that back when they were announcing Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, back before we were all disappointed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure they'll give us another new Ultra Beast at the time, too. I think we'll get a new Ultra Beast before then, honestly. Like, 100% honesty. I think we'll get new Ultra Beast before we ever come to a Generations. A Go-exclusive Ultra Beast. You can only use oh, candy God. to get it. Please. Don't you dare. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm hoping by the time we're all 50, that Meltan evolves with the thunder- Thunderstone, okay? <laughs> Maybe just a metal coat. I'd be okay with that, too. <laughs> You know what I want if we're talking reworking legends? I want Cosmo M to auto-set gravity. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Give it an ability that auto-sets gravity and then it teleports out. Oh, that could be like the new weather effect. Yeah, auto-gravity. That could work. I'm okay with that. Uh, make it make it like stupid. Like, 
it's stupid niche use and competitive. Oh, maybe one of the tapus could just have like a gravity terrain. Gravity and trick room need auto setters. Heavy terrain. Yeah. That would make a huge difference, actually. That would be... Yeah, it would. Yes. Make it a crap Pokemon yes. that does Trick Room, but Gravity is such a cool gimmick that gets sees nothing. I think both of those would be really cool, and you could do you could definitely do that, an auto-setter, and that would be a legendary that they do it with first, but then, of course, you get the next generation where they're just like, we also just made new setters for everything. <laughs> also, Torkoal gets this thing that Groudon had before. Because, like, if you look at how they did the Tapus, it was like, they all set terrain, they were the only ones, and then we got the Gen 8. And they're just like, so we yeah. made a new setter for every single one. For every one of them. One of them's a crappy a little fish. But they're not pseudo-legends, so their stats are not what they were. Yeah. Good choice. It was a good choice. But, like, Cosmo M setting gravity makes sense, because it's a neutron star. That would be so cool. Grassy Glide makes Rillaboom stupid, but I don't think Grassy Glide's going to exist outside of Sword and Shield. Yeah. Because they're really make they like with the home update. I was just like, oh, so yep. the I love armor moves just aren't going anywhere. That's cool. Or they just become natural moves like Victini and V create. Yeah, I I still don't think it's happening. I'm gonna be completely honest. I just think I think it could. I think Flip Turn might stick around. If they can get rid of hidden power, they'll get rid of these other things. A handful of them will, but like the really crappy ones, like Burning Jealousy, like whatever. Yeah, no, that's the ones that are going to make it, Seth. <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, yeah, VGC is good for burning jealousy. That's going to stick around. Dang it. Yeah, I mean, I think Flip Turn has been good, and obviously Grassy Glide has been as well. I don't know. We'll see when Gen 9 comes around what they actually do. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of things they're doing. This, this is kind of deviated from the legendary topic, but it's been... Although, actually, speaking of the legendary topic, I just had a thought about the X and Y you were talking about for the origin forms. Like, yeah. Or not origin forms, but like the cocoon and the tree forms. Yeah. Let's say they don't get any added stats. Let's say they just, like, redistribute them, right? Yeah. I think it'd be really cool if they changed their type. So, obviously, Ooh. the tree could add a grass type. What would you change and replace flying with on Eveltal for the cocoon? Grass. Dark? Just make them both grass. No. No. We have grass for Xerneas. Nah. Bug. Bug. Bug dark. Bug? Hmm. Hmm. I was thinking, like, rock dark. I don't know. Cocoons are bugs. I only think about that because I think of the cocoon of evolution from Yu-Gi-Oh! When I think of the cocoon. That was such a bad card. Uh, yes, absolutely. But it was in the so anime, bad. so that means that 10-year-old me thinks it's good. I think we'd just remove the type, because then you'd have to justify, like, adding a type to uh, oh, that's Xerneas. True. Just remove the flying. Yeah, I mean, you can add a type to Xerneas, so it should be a grass type, because it's a tree. Yeah, but then it loses it when it becomes regular Xer- Xerneas, you know? Yeah, it's an or it's a different version, though, right? It's a different form. Yeah. Blech. Yeah, I just I I don't like I don't I just make them base form or make them pure normal. <laughs> that would be awful. Just, oh, make them super boring. A normal legendary outside of Regigigas and Arceus would be really cool too. No, 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 no. Here, here we go. Here we go. Typeless. Mm. When they're in that form, let's do that for something else. The problem with typeless, I don't think we're ever going to get a typeless Pokemon, like a straight typeless yeah. Pokemon, just because of the way mechanics work. Yeah. What about an ability that made all like damage neutral? Uh, we kind of have. Receive? So we kind of have that already with Prism Armor with Necrozma. Nah, that's the same as Filter and Solid Rock, though, right? Uh, you might be correct. Yes. Yeah, that's not the same thing as taking it neutrally. That's just like you take less from Super Effect. Like this Pokemon cannot be hit by Super Effect, or yeah. I just want like. The effect of typeless would be like, okay, everything is neutral. What if we just had an ability that made everything just neutral damage? Dealt and received. Yeah, I guess so. You could do that. You'd never have to worry about matchups. Yeah, that sounds like really boring, though. Well, typeless is that. 
don't know. To be fair, then you also look. You look at. You just look at the abilities that are on Lunala and Sogaleo, right? And they're just like, let's rename two abilities we already have. Yeah, right. Exactly. Can we please stop that Pokemon? By the way, can we just not do that? This isn't clear body. It's better. Ha 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 ha. But it's not. It's the same thing we've had the entire time. I don't know. I I would love to see those two get a bit more love. I feel like those are underappreciated Pokemon. Yeah, they just the Xerneas and Eveltal. You mean? Well, Xerneas and Eveltal and Sogaleo and Lunala. Yeah, Sogaleo Lunala at least kind of got something. I feel like Xerneas is not underappreciated. Xerneas has always been the one, you know? Mm, well, you're thinking competitive. I sure am. Because in, like, the actual game and storyline, they get nothing. They get nothing in the story. They are a battery for a laser gun. And yep. then you catch them, and they're gone. They're never mentioned. They're never talked about. The first time you see it is when you're a battery. They are mentioned. They are mentioned. They 100% are mentioned. They Because everyone, like, the whole thing is that people forgot the legendary Pokemon and they talk about it. Yeah, like, it's mentioned. No. Yeah. Because even, like, the, the storyline you're following is AZ, who never used them. And it's just, they uh, they power the weapon. No, but he, they get mentioned. Like, there's, like, this whole thing about how the region has forgotten it. I think if you think about the story of Gen 6, it gets really rough anyway. Exactly. But I want them to have an actual fleshed out I want them to have some reason to exist. Okay, so I like I'm torn with that. Not saying that you're not right, Seth. I think the world feels more real when and not every Pokemon is just every Pokemon game is just like, what about this legendary Pokemon that could help us? I hear you there for sure. I do like just bumping into it to some extent. Yeah, because that feels more real, which is why Zygarde would be a perfect thing. I mean, I think if we get like a Legends game for x and y it's gonna be like three war three thousand years ago that'd be so cool zygarde focus i agree that's what it would be like hello there one of the thousand eyes of the ancient one is order being maintained yes okay i can yes. continue on my way it's 100 percent gonna be like that though and you randomly find the 10 percent zygards around saying you cannot go here yet my child the order is out of out of sorts yeah or something like that we're out of order <laughs> I, I think it'll be something close to that, though. Uh, out of order signs. That'd that would be, be so cool. Ugh. The, the, the concept of Zygarde. That's why it's one of my favorites. Always watching. You can totally tell they wanted to release Pokemon Z, but they were just like, yeah. it's the 25th anniversary, though. Uh, the cells being everywhere and always yeah. being eyes and it being just a hive mind and then it can c assemble itself into one Power Ranger of Doom. I love it. Yeah. I love it. The Gen 6 legends need love. So much love. They do. I love them, too. I like all of them. Yes. No, no. Gen 6 is the only one that is, like, the only game that didn't get a third version, right? Yeah. They don't even need love, like, mechanically. They just need love story. Like, yes. go. we're talking about redoing legends. Redo them so they have some, have some more fleshed out background. Exactly. I think that's kind of what, yeah, the Legends series could be about, so. That's what I'm hoping they do. I really appreciate what they did with Arceus because there was yeah. nothing for Arceus before. So this is, I would very much like that, but I think this is probably a good place to stop. We've ranted a lot. Oh, well, I love it though. I love it though. Yeah. So this was very good. I'm going to go ahead or I'm going to say we're done here and I want everybody else to tell us in the emails what they think we should do with legends to make them cool one day. Cause we didn't even touch on like Lugia and Ho-Oh. In a remake. Yeah. They deserve so much. I would love to see that. Definitely send us an emails about that. But I'm going to kick things on over now after, well, I guess we're not even doing it after a short break. We're just going to kick things on over 
to the Pokemon of the episode. So we are going to catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 250, Ho-Oh, the rainbow Pokemon. A legend says that its body glows in seven colors. A rainbow is said to form behind it when it flies. So that's a false uh, statement. That's why we need that resplendent Ho-Oh, okay? I think that absolutely should be done. Because Ho-Oh is not rainbow at all, and they want him to be all about rainbows. And he's not. But Ho-Oh is a good Pokemon. Yeah. I like it. Base 680, like every legendary. And this is VGC, so you can run two of them. And ho is one of them this week, and it's great. Ho's got a base 106 HP, which is pretty big. 130 attack, which isn't bad either. 90 defense, Very which good. is okay. 110 special attack, which is okay as well. And then 154 special defense, which is kind of bonkers. That's the one. And then uh, speed of 90. Yeah, the special defense is... It's special defense is bonkers. Yeah, it's so tanky because Sacred Fire reduces their attack on top of the giant special defense. Yes. It's like, ugh, so good. Mwah. Yes, because Sacred Fire gives you... It's like a guaranteed burn on Sacred Fire, right? Or is it 50%? It's 50%. 50%. Yeah, it's 50%. Okay, yeah. It's, it's just good. It's just good. 50%'s really, really yeah. wild. So uh, we had, do have a team this week. for It's a VGC team. I don't think it's won any any awards, but it's it looks definitely interesting and fun. Uh, so I'll yeah. let you I'll let you kick it off, Sublime. All right, so we're gonna start off with the star Ho Oh. We got a weakness policy on it, um, because it's got some weaknesses. You can take it. It's tanky, you know. Oh, so. okay. This makes sense for some of the other stuff. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. You got Regenerator because duh, uh, <laughs> such a good ability. It's like Regenerator or Pressure, right? Like, yeah, like oh geez, such a like uh, such good choices. Um, what a hard choice. You've got 156 into HP for the EVs, 252 attack, uh, 12 defense, 4 special defense, and 84 speed. Adamant nature, because we go in all in on attack. We've got the sacred fire, because duh. Uh, Brave Bird first stab, earthquake, gotta love the earthquake in VGC, and then protect, because duh. VGC, you gotta have the protect. And then, to complement it for our second uh, legendary of the two, we've got Lunala. So that's different as well, we like that. I like all the different. All the different, please. Yeah. Got the power herb for the meteor beam. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Obviously only has shadow shield. Uh, and we went full offense, 4 HP, 252 special attack and speed. Modest nature, so this thing is hitting hard. We've got the moon geist beam, the meteor beam, the moon blast, and wide guard. Because wide guard is good in VGC. Wide guard is very good in VGC. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, Seth, take it take it away with these other two guys. You bet. We got some weird ones now. It's super weird. <laughs> super weird. We've got regular good old-fashioned Sneasel. Yes, you heard me right. Sneasel. Just Sneasel. The pre-evolution. Honestly, that alone is reason to run this team. Right? It's fun. Honestly, yeah. Well, because like, if you see a Sneasel, you're going to be like, what's going on? <laughs> right? I don't know, I, like, it's one of those things where if I'm in a best of one scenario, which is what a lot of people are probably playing in right now anyway, and you see Sneasel, you're just like, what is Sneasel doing there? They gonna misplay. Yeah. High chance of misplay. It's like, what's a Sneasel doing here? Yeah. They're gonna get scared. Well, it's like the same thing when you, like, see the Riolu. To be fair, if you are if you know Pokemon at this point, like, you know the Riolu is doing the copycat strat, but, like, you see it the first time, you're like, what is happening? There must be some gimmick. Yeah. And so Sneasel has the following 
stuff. It's like a holding a focus sash, and its ability is inner focus, which we believe is the reason that we're running Sneasel, because if you didn't know, Weavile loses that upon evolution. Yeah. EVs are simple, 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed with a jolly nature, and move set of, buckle your seatbelts, folks, triple axle, fake out, icy wind. Those make sense. Those three make sense. Yes. Icy wind's a little weird because it's special, but it lowers speed yeah. and it's good in VGC. But triple axle fake out, very normal, you know. Good for yep. VGC, good for doing some damage because your attack is okay. And finally, surf. Sneasel knows surf. We were just talking about the ho right? The ho With the weakness policy. Exactly. Yeah. And Sneasel's special attack is also probably lower than Weavile's on top of that. Very garbage. It's hot garbage. So you get to use Surf and do like no damage to your Ho-Oh because it's a Ho-Oh and you get the weakness policy off. With 154 special defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Very clever. And so that's the Sneasel, the weird Sneasel. So you can turn one with the Focus Sash and Inner Focus, Surf, pop the weakness policy on the Ho-Oh and go bananas. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Even Dynamax, so you can start doing the um, Max flying move. Yep, that's what we're here for. The next Pokemon is Gastrodon East Sea, the superior version of Gastrodon, because there's hardly any warm colors. Rude. It's all about the West. And it's holding a Wiki Berry, which is the big HP recovery one. Ability is Storm Drain. And its EVs are 172 HP, 116 defense, and 220 special attack with a quiet nature. IVs are 0 attack, 21 speed. I'm not sure if that's for a specific thing or just what his output was. I have no idea what 21 speed would do. Uh, Yeah, it might be for something weird. Must do something. Yeah. It's got the moveset of Scald, Earth Power, Yawn, and Protect. Pretty good. Pretty standard Gastrodon. Nothing really special. Yawn is great tech for things in this. Yeah. No, Yawn's always very and good. And the Surf loves the Storm Drain. Yeah. It's a quiet Gastrodon. Okay. Yep. So it's going for minus speed. So this 21 has to be intentional. It gives you a bit speed Maybe. of 93, which I think outspeeds one thing in particular, if I'm thinking correct. Maybe a Moongus. Maybe it's anti-trick room. No, it's definitely meant for trick room purposes, but I think there's a ba- very specific base speed that uh, yeah. that I think there's one Pokemon that that just under speeds in trick room. Mm. I forget what it is. Oh, base 40, it gives you that. So it's not base 40, 35, 30. Uh, Surprise, the Gastrodon's not running physical attacks, what with its attack stat being higher than Talonflames, you know? Yes, God, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Stop with your Talonflame nonsense. I know you dislike it. (laughs) I know you dislike it, Seth. It's fine. I'm actually kind of okay with it now. Took me long enough. Regardless, though, that's uh, that's my two. Uh, Looks like around a base speed of 35 or 34, it's trying to underspeed. Ah. But I don't know what that is. We have an Umbreon. Uh, with room service. Oh my gosh, I did not read that before we did this, and <laughs> I was not prepared for room service to be the the item. I have no idea what room service in Pokemon does. Isn't that the trick room one? I think so. Room service is uh, no. an item to be held by a Pokemon. It lowers speed when trick room takes effect. Yeah. So this team doesn't have 
trick room, but it does have anti-trick room kind of stuff. It seems to really hate trick room. This team is very scared of trick room, is what I'm learning right now. (laughs) This embryon also has inner focus instead of synchronize. They hate fake out, and that's relatable. They hate fake out and intimidate. Yeah. Why on Umbreon? I don't know. Uh, 172 HP, 236 defense, 100 special defense, relaxed nature, 24 speed IV, okay? Because <laughs> you're going for a slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Foul play, snarl, so you can get some special attack drops on your opponents. Yawn, again, and also moonlight. This this team is starting to confuse me. I think it's cool. The more we learn about it, the more I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they're yeah. definitely like trying something, and I'm not sure what. But it's mm-hmm. trying something. If you see an Amoongus on the other team, just throw this out. Uh, Yeah, actually, that would work out pretty yeah. well. I feel like you clearly have like the anti-trick room Gastrodon Umbreon uh, yeah. set up. And then finally, we round out the team because we don't like priority either with Serena. <laughs> We've got a Koba Berry. We are running Queenly Majesty. 236 HP, 82 attack, 124 def- defense, 36 special defense, 28 speed, adamant nature, power whip, U-turn, taunt, and protect. Just so you could beat, I guess, other Gastrodons. I get it probably does work on uh, on Kyogre as well, actually. Yeah, honestly. This team doesn't like fake out, I guess. Like you Queenly Majesty's gonna stop it in her focus. Well, fake out is very threatening in VGC. It is, it is. Fake out is very threatening in VGC. Absolutely. I do agree with that. Uh so you're you're gonna make sure that fake out doesn't bother you. This is an interesting team though. It's really cool. Yeah. I kind of want to play it just to see how it goes because it's definitely trying. Oh, here it is. It got 142nd place once at a tournament. There you go. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. It's got some cool things going on. It's just an interesting team. It's yeah. an interesting team. Try something new. Get a chance to use Sneasel. Yeah. So one, it's it's a GS meta. So like if you're trying to get into VGC, that was like a really poor time to do that, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but also... Also, too, I think this is just a great way, like, if if you want to get into it still, even though it's a GS meta, I think you should just play with all the weird stuff, because uh, I think what's more important to playing VGC specifically compared to something like OU is that in VGC, certain styles of play become more viable than others, depending mm-hmm. on the meta, um, where in OU, you can probably find your style of play and make it work no matter what it is. I, I think it's just good for you to be healthy and try to find what your style of play might be if you're getting into VGC. See what you like and what you don't like. And also learn about things that you don't know about. I think that's always good. Like, I was, when we first looked at this team, I was like, Sneasel, what is going on? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. It's very creative. So I, it's, I'm a yeah, big fan. Yeah, you've got the fake out with the focus sash, because lots of things run focus sash. With the surf, like, oh, okay, this thing is doing a lot, actually. With this team. Sneasel's here for something. Yeah, I'm here for it. And if you want this team, you can join us on Patreon at the $10 tier, where you can get a shiny version of all these Pokemon. So, And then you can try it out for yourself on cart. Have a good time with it. But on that note, this is a good place to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your email! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where we read your emails on the podcast. You can send them to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have a prompt for you. Last week, we wanted to know what your favorite five rock types and least favorite five rock types were, because that's what we talked about. 
And boy, did people have opinions. Oh, people feel very strongly about rocks. I yeah, I was. I didn't know sediment was so like divisive. I thought we chose like the most tame type for that too, where people weren't going to have opinions. But no, yeah. I was I was definitely wrong. But before we begin, the this show is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Yeah. And as always, we'll oh, give out. Yeah, the, was in sync. We'll give out the Green Taurus badge roll on the Discord server when you, uh, if you spark good discussion. So, without further ado, let's jump right into these emails. I believe our first one is going to be from Matters Cats. Okay, so I'm gonna read this. Okay, I respect your opinions, except not putting Onyx in the top five. And I think you made a great episode out of what was a bit of a filler week. Here is my factually accurate, completely unassailable, obviously correct, super objective opinion. I'm like, okay, (laughs) you got to pick either obviously correct, factually accurate, or super objective, my guy. Hey, the two align, the two align. I think it's the joke. Yeah, I know. But like, we do an oxymorons today. All right. uh, I would like to ask a question, too. Which Pokemon do you think would benefit the most from adding or removing the rock type? Oh. Pre-sprinkle in these episodes for each type now and then. Oh, well, let's answer that question real quick. Well, obviously, you want to remove the rock type from Mega Aggron. That's the point, right? From like, everything. You have to remove it. You remove it from everything. It's got so many weaknesses for what's <laughs> supposed to be a defensive type. Aurorus would, Aurorus would be better. Aurorus would thank you. <laughs> right? Hisuian Arcanine, maybe? Hisuian Arcanine would appreciate it. So just Arcanine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that you'd give rock type to anybody because like, so rock type pretends to be a defensive typing. It's super an offensive type though, right? Like, like it's only, it's second in my opinion to ice, like ice type yeah. and, and rock type are the two most offensive types. It's why ice type is kind of rare to find and it's typically late game. And then two, uh, rock type doesn't have a move that it has a hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> Except for, like, Power Gem? Ancient Power? <laughs> and Ancient Power? Like, th- those two? Yeah, like, what? It, what are we doing? If you're a physical rock type, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you're out in the Inch cold. To your accuracy. No, yeah. it, it's absolutely how they balanced it, because they're just like, rock's a very good offensive typing, which it is. Uh, it just pretends to be a defensive typing. <laughs> yeah. Please sprinkle in these episodes for each type now and then. I will have many feelings on the Water, Steel, Dark, Ghost, and Bug episodes. Thank you for all the amazing content and inspiration. Well, thank you for feeling so deeply, Matters Cats. Let's look at your top five and bottom five so we can disagree with you. Yes. I'll flip the script. Okay. Onyx, top five. No. Its stats are a travesty, but it's iconic. Freaking crystal onyx. That's fair. You like the onyx that doesn't have any of the rock type attributes, though. Like that, the crystal onyx, literally its whole thing was that it didn't have- Let's take onyx, but not make it a rock type. Like, exactly. That's pretty much what Crystal Onyx Oh, you mean was. like Steelix? You mean like Steelix? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrantrum, you guys said it all. We did say Tyrantrum. Tyranitar, yeah. undeniable. Hard to Yeah, I agree. Rhydon, the original monster, another icon of the type. I don't think Rhydon is that iconic, to be honest. Rhydon's boring, though. It's better than Golem, just statistically, which I always enjoyed, but like, okay... Pseudo Wudo is cooler than uh, Rhydon. I I mean, it's more iconic, I would say, at least. Yes. Gigalith, cooler version of Golem, shiniest top tier. Again, crystals are good. No, no, no. You know what? I would have put Diancie if I was on the episode, because I love Diancie. That's my right uh, You probably would have. I would have. I, I think it's a much cooler crystal. 
If you want a crystal Pokemon, where's Diancie on this list? That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. let's look at the bottom five. Barbarical. My eyes. See, I already disagree with this because I think Barbarical is creepy in a good way. I like ooky spooky things. It's a monster. These are supposed to be monsters, right? Yeah, so I'm here for it. It's barbarous, you know? Stonejourner. Yeah. Somehow forgettable despite being based on a famous landmark. I like Stonejourner. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree that Stonejourner looks derpy. It's definitely derpy, but there. I like I like it. I keep forgetting it's a Pokemon. Some people like derpy, but I can see it being, you know, like, I'm not here for I think derpy. part of that is that it, I, I think it's just because it's a rare Pokemon in Sword and Shield, Seth. Um, it's also version exclusive. It's like a version exclusive rare that you've never got to see in the game ever. It's so, like, you never have interactions with it. So I don't think it's solidified in the public consciousness that Stonejourner is a Pokemon yet. Mm-hmm. I think that will change in Scarlet and Violet because we already see it walking around. Mm-hmm. Which is also perplexing because it's based off of something in England. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It walked over. It is. All right. Oh, it crossed the British Channel. <laughs> yes. It crossed the chance. Right. Yes. That's entertaining to think about. All right. Carcoal. Creepy eyes and face. How does it roll on those oblong wheel feet? Okay, Carcoal's like a great design, though, and they messed up with uh, Colossal. I agree! I love its eyes, to be honest. They messed up with Colossal. They messed up. I want a crazy train, okay? I'm here for the crazy train. I wanted a train. Everybody wanted the train. Colossal was such a massive misstep. Regional evolution for Carcoal that just retcons Colossal entirely. Right. Oh, that's an interesting one, yeah. Rhyperior. Take an iconic mon and make it look like a middle-aged construction worker. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say to that. I'll agree with Rhyperior. Middle-aged comes for us all, okay? So don't be hating on middle-aged. Middle-aged comes for us? <laughs> <laughs> I just think Rhyperior is fat, is fat and not fun. It made Rhydon, ironically, much better with uh, Eviolite, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, uh, it did do that. It also has the Pokedex entries where... Because, like, if you look at Rhyperior, it's got the holes in its hands, in its palms. It shoots. It shoots, it shoots Geodude out. Stigmata. Stigmata, yeah. Rock type. And then Corsola. Oh, people gonna fight you on that. Oh, We've no. learned. <laughs> I think, I don't remember if we put it there or not. We might have put it there. I don't remember. Useless and forgettable. Good regional and Evo, though. Misty had a Corsola, so I'm here for it. I do remember that. I, I don't know. I also just remember, like, the first five seasons in the anime being, or first, yeah, first five seasons in the anime just being amazing and childhood incarnate. Exactly. So, like, it's burned in that Corsola cool, you know? Also, yeah. this is such an aside, but in PTU, which Seth and I both play every week, yeah. it's a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. Yeah. God, we couldn't break that stupid thing. Ugh. It was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, that's, uh, thank you, Matters Cat, for yeah, your thank opinion you for that. and sharing what you think. You know, gotta put your two cents in there. Good job. All right. So, our next email is gonna be from Sleeve. All right, that one's me. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all well. Rock types. Not a type that typically excites me, but I think it's interesting how conflicted I feel about Pokemon of this type. Now, I'll give you my easy nominees for the top spots. Firstly, the Rock Rough line. I just think they're neat. Nice designs, except maybe Midnight Form. Reasonable stats, circumstantially. Decent-ish move pool. Next, he puts Tyranitar. I feel like I don't need to expand on that. Very true. No, you good. And finally, Alolan Golem. It's just cool. It's just really, really cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like ground types, but honestly, who does? That's true. Oh, okay. That's true, actually. Yeah, and Alolan Golem's a solid regional, okay? It is yeah. one of my favorites. 
I think it was the only regional that wasn't spoiled for us also. So, you know, props to you, uh, Golem. Yeah. You got to be the one surprise. Uh, yeah, I think you're actually right. I also think that Alolan Golem, I don't know, Alolan Golem, one is very creative for a regional. Yeah. And additionally to that, I don't know, like, we, we very much learned during that episode where we just put together our list that Thatch likes, oh, did you get an evolution in Gen 4, and did you get a, get a regional form in Alola? <laughs> like, yeah. those, those are, like, my two things, and, and Golem checks one of those boxes. Alolan, <laughs> so, I'm here for Alolan Golem. Regular Golem, not as fun, but Alolan Golem is where it's at. Moving on, he says, and now my easy nominees for the bottom spots. First, Omastar. It's gross, yeah. and it makes me feel icky. Yep, I'm okay with that. That's fair, but I like it. Next is Nose Pass. Maybe it's bad memories from Roxanne's gym and Emerald version. Maybe I think it looks daft. I'm here with you on that. It's probably a bit of both, however, I will say. Gaining a bushy mustache has improved it immensely. Actually, I really like the Nose Pass ally. I like Nose Pass itself. I thought that one was very interesting when I played Gen 3, only because he gets electric moves. Yeah. It does. Uh, that's why I like the Lolan Gol. I like a Lolan Golem, but this was before Lolan Golem, so I'm okay with Nose Pass as a Pokemon. It's a little compass. Yeah, it is ugly. I agree. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Supply. Not everything has to be visually pleasing. The third one. I apologize for this because I know a lot of people do like this Pokemon, but I have never liked Pseudo Wudo. It gives me bad vibes for a start, and I just always assumed it would be better. It had a prominent role in the Gen 2 games, so I thought it would mean it was a good Pokemon, and I was just let down. Not every Pokemon in your way has to be an exciting Pokemon, okay? Or good. I'm okay with Pseudo-Wudo blocking your path. I do wish there were, <laughs> you could catch more than one Pseudo-Wudo after that Yeah. in the game, so that you could realize there's a normal Pokemon. But I'm all for like normal Pokemon being obstacles. Interesting, yeah. yeah. You know, it made it more memorable. They did like the Crustle in Gen 5 type deal with the same thing that I thought yeah. was really interesting. And I really like that they did it with Pseudo Wudo uh, in Gen 2 as well. But I, I'm also biased and I'm like, i am got hardcore rose-colored glasses for Gen 2. Yeah, you do. Thanks, Seth. It was bad. It was awful. It's not bad. Get out of it here. It does have a derpy face, but it doesn't bother me. Anyway, wrapping up, he says, Now my contentious choices are... Number one, Tyrantrum. I want to like it so much. It looks so cool, but its stats are just a tremendous letdown. This is an issue that ruins a lot of rock types. You have, you cannot have the weaknesses of a rock and be that slow. Yeah. His second is Aurorus. My favorite design of any rock type by a mile, but those weaknesses really hurt it. It's but bad. it is the best design, so it doesn't even matter, because it's beautiful. I don't think that every fossil Pokemon, and they learn this at least in Gen 8, need, needs to have a rock type. And I think Aurorus and Tyrantrum are two that would have been fine without it. Like, Aurora should have been like Dragon Ice or something. I don't think every Pokemon has to be good competitively, too, to be appreciated. That's I, like, I do agree with that. I want there to be, like, a... a perfect fossil generator in a new game personally that removes the rock type and replaces it with what it quote unquote should have been in prehistoric times yeah because it's a fossil it's a rock type only because it's a fossil right like what would have been at the time yeah yeah and it's like the fossil can't quite be quite can't quite be shaken off of it i love that idea make kabutops the bug water it was supposed to be yeah that makes sense Although we have a lot of bug waters and then it becomes genesect when you put a metal coat on it and uh, yeah. then we're good yeah Back to the email. 
His third one for the contentious choices are Nihiligo. On the flip side, I love Nihiligo competitively, and I think it's really fun to use, but I hate its design. I don't know why, there's just something about it I connect with. <laughs> Connecting with a Nihiligo, eh? Hmm. That's toxic behavior. <laughs> Before I leave you, I just want to drop a couple of honorable mentions, Corsola and Diancy. They're both really cool design, and stat-wise, Diancy is great. There are just other mons I prefer. Anyway, thanks for doing what you do. I appreciate you guys. With peace and love, Sleeve. Was that the top five honorable mentions or bottom five honorable mentions? Those were the two honorable mentions for not his top three. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. I need more love for Diancy. Good for you. All right, so our last email today is going to come from Slowproke. Hi, Puckle people. So this is my first email to you after listening for over a year now. I started listening after my boyfriend broke up with me out of the blue, and you were a welcome distraction. So thank you for all that. You're welcome. Yay. <laughs> Sorry about the boyfriend, though, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you don't need a man. It's all good. That's true. You've got Puckle. You don't need a man. <laughs> yeah, you got Puckle. <laughs> Puckle. Puckle's the new boyfriend now. Uh, I don't know if I like that either. So. <laughs> Please keep reading. On to the topic. I d definitely disagree with you putting Corsola and Macargo in the bottom five rock types. Are they horrible to use? Sure. But I think both have a decent design for rock types. At least they're not just a big pile of rubble like some rock types. Uh, that's fair. A lot of rock types are just rocks. I'm not a competitive player, so my top and bottom five are mainly based on design and just subjective feelings. Top five, Aurorus. Yeah, the typing sucks, but it's very pretty. Yep. Absolutely true. Agree. I agree with that. Minier is just adorable IMO, and all the core colors are great. That's also true. Linian agrees with you. Yeah, that's his that's favorite one of, his of favorites. all, right? Yeah. Cradily, great because it's a rock type that just that doesn't have an obviously rocky feature. I enjoyed using it in Swish with its improved move, move pool. I remember for the longest time, the Smogon deck entry for Cradily was like, Cradily, that Pokemon who you can never remember the weaknesses to. That's so true, though. Because it has water absorbed, too. It's kind of cool. Because it's grass rock. Like, that's super unique. Yeah. It is. Lunatone, it, it's the moon. Come on. It's just a cool idea for a rock type. <laughs> okay no shade but i actually think soul rock has the better design i like lunatone better than soul rock but i don't know if it's a top five it's like why is it a crescent moon though the moon is not always in crescent that okay you know what that's fair it should change faces and it just like becomes it should yes that's why i like soul rock better personally nihilego interesting typing and also because it simply doesn't look like a boulder with eyes <laughs> you're right oh you're wow right. you know what you know what shots shots fired but it, he, are they wrong though no they're not but are they wrong they're though? not <laughs> a boulder with eyes <laughs> bottom five hisui and avalug yes looks so weird and unfinished in the game that it's just not interesting it was such a bad hisui and two we talked about this last week Preach. but it's so bad Let's take a terrible defensive typing and add another terrible defensive typing. <laughs> well, then on top of that, it's just like, hey, you know this Pokemon that doesn't really need this? Let's do it. Like, they just wasted his Syrian <laughs> slot on Avalug. Yeah. It's fine. Lycanroc midday form. It's hard finding the day form when the cool when the alternate for evolution of rock rough dusk form looks like it's mega and also has identical stat distribution. That's so true, though. Dusk yeah. form is what midday form just should have been the entire time. Exactly. 
Carbink, gemstones as a basis for rock type is not an idea explored enough, but Carbink is a poor execution of a neat idea. So true. Thank you. Yes. Holy mackerel. That's what we have Diancy for. I've said that before several times. I think Diancy's like a carbink that went wrong. I think that's honestly the the explanation for Diancy, though. Or is it a carbink that went right? It's a a sudden mutation of a carbink. Yeah. And in the movie, it's their queen. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like a queen bee. It only happens every once in a while. Exactly. Stone Journer. It sadly looks like they took five minutes to design them, and yeah, that will do. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It looks derpy. Okay, you're, yeah, I, I'm okay. I'm here for it. Colossal, as you discussed, was just a waste of design potential after Carkle. So true, though. So true. It's like they heard us recording. What the? Yeah, it's so true. Colossal is so bad. I will never get over Colossal and how they were just like, Ugh. we shouldn't get this Carkle to evolve. We had this really cool, like, rolling rock type thing going on. Into a bipedal standing pile of coal, yeah. And then what if we just, like, took Rhyperior's frame and just, like, did that? M- gave it a hat. Yeah. <laughs> just did that. Just, like, no. Car- Colossal's such a waste. Hope it's not too long, but I tried to be as short as I could. I really hope this topic will be continued for all the types. Keep up the amazing work. Hey. Slowproke. I, I like those top- that topic last week. It was a lot of fun. That is a fun one. I just don't want to do it every month. Maybe once yeah. a month when the moon's move, like the news is slow. We'll do it on a slow <laughs> news week. Yeah. So you know that's like a year and a half to cover everything, and then by then new Pokemon will be out. Maybe. <laughs> but we could do it all over again. But thank you for those emails, Green Taurus badge. Yes. Who recommended Diancy? I want to give it to them, but I'm biased. Uh, I believe that was Sleeve. I think Sleeve has it, but I'm not sure. I kind of like Slowprokes. Slowprokes was pretty good. I'm going to give Slowprokes Honestly, all these emails were pretty good. Slowproke. I'm voting Slowproke. Sounds good to me. That's fine with me, too. Everybody did good. Slowproke, you get it. All right. On that note, then, if you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast.gmail.com and let us know what legendary you would like to see get an upgrade or what kind of upgrade you'd like to see a legendary get. What would you like to do? Yeah. They haven't gotten. Yeah, send that into PucklePodcast.gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, best way to do so is go to PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, keep up with us throughout the week on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can keep up with us uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast if you want to listen to the podcast there. Or you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the pucklepodcast. It's, uh, I, love, I love going over there to stream for you guys. And then, of course, you can support the show over at Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where next month, starting June 1st, if you're a $10 patron, you can get a green Tauros badge. So I, I'm, uh, if you're in the domestic U.S., if you're outside of the domestic U.S., you have to join the $20 here. I apologize for the confusion, but it's very, uh, it's very expensive to ship things to not U.S. Mm-hmm. It's very, very expensive. But if you guys do want one, that will help us cover the shipping costs and we will get you a green Taurus pin ASAP. On that note, we are going to go ahead and, uh, end the show. I have been Trainer Thatch. I'm Sublime. And I'm Seth Vilo. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Yeah.